0: This episode of the Well Actually Podcast is brought to you by Nija Food Depot. Nija Food Depot is an online store that delivers your favorite African and Caribbean groceries straight to your door. Whether you're in New Jersey or anywhere else in America, Nija Food Depot has you covered. As a bonus for the Well Actually Podcast listeners, you can get 10% off your next order with promo code podcast at najafooddepot.com. That's N-A-I-J-A fooddepot.com, promo code podcast for a limited time. Welcome to the Well Actually Podcast. I am your host, Toju. Happy 2022. Happy New Year to all of you. And I am joined by a special guest who is here to drop some knowledge. Uh, But remember, at the beginning of this, I'm going to say, none of this is investment advice. This is just uh, for educational purposes. What we're trying to do here is help you learn where to aim your research so again do your due diligence but again this is a conversation that we all need to have and with that I would like to welcome the investing party herself Miss Sheeta welcome to the show
1: Hello Hello Hi everyone <laughs>
0: All right so uh, we have a lot to get to a lot. Me
1: too. I'm and excited. Yeah <laughs> I, I was
0: I was doing my research and I was like you know what let me just go through and, and pick like three or four topics so that we can my list has about 20 things so <laughs> and we have about an hour to get through it so <laughs> uh, we're just uh we're just going to start off uh first of all this episode of the well actually podcast is brought to you by com. remember to use promo code podcast to get 10% off your next purchase that is com. oh wow do they ship
1: everywhere yeah
0: all over the country well except alaska uh-huh. and hawaii Yes. Yeah. They're. they're I don't
1: think su- there Nigerians
0: there. Yeah. I, you know. You'll be surprised. They're Nigerians, ev- Nigerians. I know. Nigerians pop up. And Nigerians pop up everywhere. But yeah. All right. So. To start off, uh, like I, I want to say, like, first of all, like, the reason why I invited you on is because I, I am someone who consumes your content i have watched some of your instagram lives i've like scoured your page for tips and tricks or whatever and like you know what why not just have her on and and let her share this knowledge herself so uh go go ahead and introduce yourself your i don't want to say your bona fides but like what do you do in this room
1: absolutely Thank you so much for mm-hmm. having me on the Well Actually podcast. Told you, um, it's definitely much appreciated. Um, hello, 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 everyone. My name is Amshita. Um, I am the chief, um, chief, um, chief motivational person to encourage you to put your money to work okay. uh, at Investing party So I started Investing Patty August 2020. And um, what Investing Party is, is it's a community of people who are either women, minorities, or immigrants. Okay. And we talk about money, how to not only earn money, but how to maintain our money and how to put our money to work by investing our money. So I had started the community because I found a gap um, within. The three groups I mentioned, which is women, minorities, and immigrants, all of which I identified with, okay. I found a gap in the sense that a lot of those people, a lot of women, a lot of immigrants, a lot of minorities, um, money is one of the things that we struggle with. When Maintaining that money, holding onto our money, multiplying our money is one of the things we struggle with. Um, a lot of us feel like in order for us to earn money, we have to physically work to make the money which is true as part of the equation but it's not the full equation the equation is not just earn spend earn spend earn spend and it's like a repetitive cycle the equation should be earn yes you should spend some of your money but you should also have a system to um, save and maintain a portion of your money but it shouldn't just end at saving you should also like invest the money um, but, and which helps you multiply the money and uh, and along with those three things I mentioned I also encourage people to invest in a stock market because it's one of the one of the few investment tools that allows you to get started with investing with very very little amount of money
0: okay yeah. okay all right so we're gonna we're gonna touch on the stock market in particular but, I noticed on your page that you had uh, you had something where it was like five ways you can start investing in your future. Obviously, one of them is stock market, but there are some lesser known ones there. And I was like, huh, like I was going through like, oh, because I, I, I consider myself uh, like at least a little knowledgeable in some things I'm like, oh, OK, this is this is something I hadn't even considered. So would you mind going through uh, what those uh, five ways that you could start investing in your future?
1: I'm not too sure what <laughs> bullshit okay
0: so it's so it's you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up I'm gonna pull up your page because I like, <laughs> like I said I do my research
1: probably multiple ways but I just like summarize yeah like, yeah so
0: it's so it's okay so you know what I'm, I'm going to read um, your page to you in particular oh, okay, so. okay, I got it I got it you,
1: so I got it so um when it comes to when it comes to like the stock market a lot of us uh, a lot of people got like Last year, 2020, actually, because 2020, 2021, mainly 2020, a whole lot of people were talking about the stock market. It was all over the news. People were talking about companies that were like significantly going up. And like also, everyone was talking about Bitcoin. So there was a lot of awareness to the stock market. And people started asking questions. And, you know, with but what a lot of people don't know is that you're probably already an investor in the stock market, and I think that's what the post was alluding to in the okay. sense that there are five ways that you can start investing in the stock market. Um, so the first is the full one k, which okay. is you know your employ your employer's um, the retirement account that's given to you when at your employer um at your company so your employer provides a 401k for you and what a 401k pretty much is 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 your retirement fund you can put money in your 401k which i highly encourage everyone to regardless of what your age is and some employers will provide a match for you and say hey if you put in x amount of um money we will either give you 50 percent of that money or we will double the money for you double yeah there's a match do you have a match oh
0: i'm match? i'm uh, i'm i'm self-employed
1: at okay the moment. you're yeah. self-employed so, you, you can actually as a self-employed person too N- you naja
0: also depot. Can give you that's, sp- that's that's
1: oh, that's okay, naja depot? yeah oh, okay i didn't know that was yeah. you Yeah, you know,
0: see i was I, see i that, that was going to get to the advice portion for <laughs> business owners at the end that's but, a so, nice
1: plug yeah, I, I <laughs> but no you can also something. have a 401k too but if you work for like if you're not self employed and you work for a corporation, if you know, make sure you check into your 401k, most employers give you a match, which is free money. So you can instantly double your money based on, you know, what the match is. Along with that, a lot of people are not aware that your 401k is actually invested in the stock market. I was actually one of those people. I didn't know my 401k was being invested in the stock market. I just knew they were taking money on my paycheck. I didn't know where it was going until I started to investigate and do more research. And that's where I learned that, hey, you're already invested in the stock market. You're already participating. Um, the next one is the HSA, which is the health savings account. Hmm. This is associated with a high deductible health insurance. So it's, it's associated with your health insurance. Okay. Um, when you get health insurance, you can either get one that doesn't have a high deductible, meaning that the high deductible means that you get a very low premium. So the money you're paying out of pocket, every paycheck, for your health insurance is significantly low but when you do have to like go to the doctors frequently who only go to the doctors for like annual checkups if you're relatively healthy maybe that might be a good health insurance for you but if you have a high deductible health insurance um one thing the government does to help pad and help you manage that high deductible is they give you an opportunity to put money away into a uh, health savings account, which is HSA. Um, one of the things that a lot of people do not know about the HSA, which I was one of them. I am one of them. <laughs> so the I, tra- I, yes, I am <laughs> one of them as well. You're one of them? Yeah, yes. You're one of them? Yes. Okay. We're, we're going to change that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's okay. That's fine. One thing a lot of people don't know is that your HSA can be invested. The money in your HSA can be invested. You, you can... Um, usually when you have a HSA this it's a different provider from your health insurance provider but they would give you that information you can log into the um, the HSA providers um, provider and it would ask you do you want to invest the money and most times the opportunities they give you is like mutual funds and you can choose a mutual fund and invest the money the money if you invest the money the money grows and there are also benefits to that too so there's so much. I feel like HSA can be a whole episode of it.
0: I'm, yes. It, it, <laughs> oh, wow. Okay.
1: There, there are benefits to it because it's it's pre-tax. So the money that you're putting in your HSA, you're not paying taxes on it. You're getting a tax deductible on it. The money that is growing in your HSA. So if you invest the money and the money grows, let's say you invest the money and like 10 years from now, that money doubles. So it's, it went from like 1000 to like $2,000. You don't pay anything on the growth. You don't pay any taxes on the growth because there's no taxes on the growth. The third thing is that if you ever you take that money out um, to um, spend on medical bills, you don't have to pay taxes on it. So there there are lots of benefits to HSA. That's another okay. way to invest. Okay. Um, the third investment tool that I'm account that I mentioned is IRAs, which is individual retirement account. Oh, now so we're
0: talking, okay.
1: Yeah, so okay. you've gone through your 401k, you've gone through your HSA, if you have a high deductible health insurance plan, now you're just like, okay, um, IRAs, which is another retirement, um, retirement account that the US government offers to every single one of us. So you can either do traditional or the Roth. Um, traditional is you get a tax deduction, so if tax deduction is something that's important to you. You can go with traditional, but there's an income limit to it. If you're a high income person, you might not be eligible for the deductible. Just Google 2022 traditional, uh, traditional IRA income limit. I'm not too sure what it is right now, but if the other aspect uh, is the Roth IRA, which is you, you don't pay taxes actually you pay taxes it's, it's the money you put in your IRA is not deductible but if that money ever was to grow to like a million dollars and when you're like 59 and a half you want to take out the money you don't have to ever pay taxes on the money ever so oh yeah oh, oh,
0: I I picked correctly then Okay.
1: okay <laughs> And then the last one is the taxable brokerage, uh, which is the one that most people think about when we think about the stock market. Um, so it's like, that's not the only account. Actually like, there are other accounts that should be considered first before you actually get to your taxable brokerage. But that's the one most people think about, which is like the likes of like just opening up a regular. Um, regular so, so
0: like Robinhood account under this. Yeah. Okay. A
1: Robinhood is strictly just. A, ta- a regular taxable brokerage, which is you can you you can put money in it anytime. There is no maximum amount of money you ha- you can put in. Um, there is you can buy and sell and take your money. In all of them, you can buy and sell at any time, but you can't just take your money at any time because the other ones are associated with like retirement or right. like medical. Whereas with taxable brokerage account. There's nothing associated with it. So you can always take the money, your profit out at any given time. And there are no restrictions. But the only thing with that is that there is no tax benefit to it. So you will have to pay taxes on the profit you make um, when you sell, if you decide to sell your investments.
0: When you say you have to pay taxes, do you really have to or is it just advice that you do?
1: You do. You 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 should put it in as you're supposed to put it in as income. Okay. Okay. it As income, right. and your okay. broker is going to send you a tax document. I think, oh. Like this year, but oh. like, like the year just started, so they should start sending you a tax document. And I think it's like a 1099 and you're expected when you go file taxes, mm. to take that and give it to your tax person as part of the income you made. Oh. If you make losses too, you can also claim losses. Oh, too.
0: okay. 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 Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, that that it's, makes it's, me feel a little I bit better.
1: They, IRS also gets a, a copy of it. So if they ever audit you and you don't claim it. Oh,
0: wait, wait. The, I, I, so they're they're asking me for a copy of the homework that they already have. Basically. Wow, okay, that's, that's, uh, okay, okay, good thing I asked you that before filing, thank you, <laughs> I don't want to end up like Wesley Snipes, okay, so yeah, so those were, wow, so that was the 401k, the HSA, the Roth and traditional IRA, the uh, regular taxable brokerage, okay, alright, 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 I, I mean, I I'm, I, I listen. I listen. So yeah. Uh, without giving too much away, uh, I'm I'm basically at the age now where my friends are having kids on purpose, okay. and uh, and I'm trying to figure out, like you know, give them a reason to listen. So I you know a little advice for them. So it's like for them who are trying to, you know, we we have this, this these buzzwords of generational wealth and how um, going forward we'd like to you know set up set up our kids for. You know, a better life, you know, we want them to be the trust fund kids that there's so much animosity towards them. I'm like, hey, I mean if you got it, sure. But the, the the whole point up till now is that there were these barriers to entry, whether it was financial or knowledge-based or just like skin color or what it's just but like the, the fact that a lot of the information is now democratized. So to so anyone who is in that situation where they they have kids, they're expecting kids, they want kids. What are some of the avenues that they have uh, in terms of, like, setting something up for their children?
1: Yeah, I love that you said that information is now democratized. So, like, information, honestly, is wealth. And right now, we're, we're in a time right now where everyone is sharing, where it's not so hard to get the information. It really just boils down to, are you ready to receive it? And are you ready to apply the information? Investing for kids is something that I'm really passionate about because as a parent, you can make your child a millionaire. (laughs) Like oh, you you really can if you get started really early for them and with a very, very, very small amount of money. And the reason being is that like when you talk about investing, um, There are three things that impacts investing the first obviously is the amount of money you're putting in which is your capital Mm -hmm. the second thing is okay how much is it growing over time and the third thing is time time so most times people are people are impatient people people are like oh i want to get rich quick i want to i want to like we're in. We're living in a microwave generation where everyone wants to do everything so quick. Like I want to like have my quick, quick, quick. But that's with with that mentality, you're taking on a lot a lot of risk because you're trying to achieve a higher return in a short period of time. Whereas if you start like investing for kids, right, you don't need a high return. You probably need, like a ten percent return over like maybe like. 30, 40 years of your child's life, if you start investing for them at a very young age with a smaller amount of money is is going to work out to a huge sum of money when they get older. And that's because you started early and the money started multiplying early. And as it's multiplying it's not just the money that you invested that's growing, it's now the money that's multiplying and multiplying that's also growing and that's what they call compound interest. So like investing for kids is something that if you have, not even if you have the luxury because you can get started with as little as like $5, $10, committing to that every month for your child and opening up an, an investment account. It doesn't have to, like, you, like literally in the stock market and there are different types of investment accounts for children. You have like the 529, which is the educational investment um, account. Okay. Um, and this is state-based, so each state has their own um, 521 plan. And what that does is that based on your state, it could be the money you contribute in it um, up to a certain amount could be tax deductible. Like you could get a t- state tax deductible, not a federal tax deduction, a state tax deduction Okay. along with that. The money that grow like when the money grows right and you decide and like your child is ready to go to college your child like when you take the money out for college expenses you don't have to pay taxes on anything um as long as it's for college expenses, if it's not, if you decide to take money out for anything other than college expenses, you will have to pay a ten percent penalty and pay tax.
0: So, what counts as college expenses? Because
1: like <laughs> I love how you're trying to find all of these.
0: I mean, because this that's
1: middle line. Because <laughs> that's percent.
0: what that's what they are doing. They 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 they're loopholes because it's they're there. It's like I, all I'm trying to find out is. The apartment or housing or transportation to college do do those count as college expenses it's like i'm I'm not trying to put you on the spot i'm just saying like that's for anyone who is looking into that like you know just do your do your research you know find out whether you know that off-campus housing counts as i I mean
1: it it should count as college expenses because think about it when you pay tuition Tuition, they they add room and room, room and board, board in see your tuition,
0: so see? it counts as college expenses. Yeah, there see, you I'm it. I'm I'm getting a comment that, saying yes, it does count. So yeah, so okay. see, so that see that's rent right there. It says <laughs> and tax free. Oh, see. Mm-hmm. I'm. I'm just saying, like.
1: I'm telling you, we'd be hating on the people who got trust fund babies, but they hey, a game. That, they hey, that's a exactly. Game. See, and it's all about us knowing the game. Um, you see,
0: that's the thing. They they know the loopholes and rules. We don't even know there's a game going on. Yeah. That and that's that's what separates we're,
1: us. We're not even in the race. We're not in the race. We're not even getting ready to start the race.
0: No, we're just outside wondering why there's traffic,
1: we're and not and even
0: they, they, they 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 they're in the stadium. Oh partaking and and we're wondering why there's traffic outside. But yeah. Absolutely. So so you said the 529. So yeah. are there other uh avenues for um for your kids?
1: Yeah, there is. And another beautiful thing about 529 is you don't have to wait till you have kids to start investing in a 529. So like really? I don't really? have children. Yeah. I don't have children. And you just go
0: ahead and invest in the 529 straight up.
1: Yeah, so I don't have children, but I started a 529 last year and it's in my name. when i do have kids hopefully god willing by god's grace one day i will make my child the beneficiary so like you could always change the person who's the beneficiary of that account who's the person that's going to spend the money um at any given time so if you if it's something you want to get started even earlier than you have kids so you have you have way more time why not um so that's the five twenty nine. It's just for education. Um, if you use it for anything other than education, you will be penalized and you will have to pay taxes. The other investment account for kids is um, you have the 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 IRA. So the Roth IRA for kids. But with that one, there's a big big caveat. Your child has to have. In order for anybody anybody to have like Roth. IRA, you need to be. You need to have earned income, meaning you need to have a job that's paying you money. You have to have income.
0: So my kid has to you. be on the payroll.
1: Your kid does well. Yes, your kid has to be on a payroll. It doesn't have to be like an official payroll. Oh, if you oh. pay your kid less than like I think it's like twelve thousand or twelve thousand five hundred. Please don't quote me one of those two numbers. And that's this year. All these numbers change year over year. Oh. Uh, you, you can get a deductible and then um your child also doesn't have to pay taxes on the money okay and you can always that's that's earned income and you can put like a portion of that money in your child's Roth IRA but in order for anyone to have a Roth IRA they need to have earned income earned income is I mean talk to your tax advisor to see if whatever you're claiming as earned income for your child is legal <laughs> huh.
0: okay oh okay but, you, you added that last caveat that kind of that kind of yeah. uh killed my next question but you said it had to be yeah. legal so i'm assuming your child has to be born for there to be like to claim that they're getting income okay so no yeah. no ghost your employees child. no okay yeah. all right your All right,
1: child cool. has yeah, no ghost employees. So your child okay. right. has to too born bad in order for you to have a Roth IRA okay. for your child. Because it's it's actually gonna be a custodian Roth Custodial Roth IRA. Okay. It's gonna be in your child, you're gonna need your social security number. Oh um, whereas with the with the five five twenty nine, it was it's in my name. So I am the owner, I am the custodian. When I okay. have a child, I can switch it over to my child's name. But the Roth IRA, um it needs to be in the child's name, but okay. you, the adult, will be the overseer of their account okay. because the child's not legally of age as of now. Um, but it's also a retirement account, so you can access it so for nine and a half. You can take there. There are other there. There's a lot more about it. You can not access the money for other reasons. For like so, for first-time home buyers, if your child was going to buy a house, they can access up to 10,000 of that money. But obviously, like I said, numbers change Right, right. Um, for buying their first home for down payment on their first home. And um, there are also other caveats where you can take out the money for other reasons, but that's another episode on its own.
0: Okay, okay.
1: The other account is, so we talked about 529. We talked about custodial Roth IRA. The next one is the custodial brokerage account. And with that one, um, it's a regular brokerage account but it's not in your name it's in it's in both of you guys's names so it's a the account is for the child but you are the custodian of their account okay and, um so you're investing for the child there's no tax benefit for that one but um, but
0: it's just but, like a straight up it's basically like having a robin hood for your kid
1: yes but you can't have i don't robin no i don't
0: know kid. but no I'm, I'm just saying like in yeah. terms of like the type of account basically
1: yeah.
0: And yeah. is there any limitation on the stocks that you can purchase for your child in any of these situations? No. So no they don't limitation. they don't care if you're like investing in like Smith and Wesson or that's your
1: business
0: or an oil company or whatever. Or just well,
1: five twenty nine. There is there are restrictions. So oh. Five twenty nine okay. doesn't give you like the luxury of like choosing different types of stocks. They oh. they, they, they give you like what also depends on the state, but most of them mainly only give you like mutual funds, Uh, but like with the Roth and with the um, brokerage account, you have more flexibility.
0: Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay.
1: Yeah. And then with the brokerage account though, like once you put money in that account, you cannot take the money out for your own benefit anymore. The money no longer belongs to you Ah. because it's, because it's a custodial account that money is for the child so if you ever take the money out you need to show you need to make sure you have a documented that and explain and have a reason why you took the money out oh okay so okay oh, oh, okay oh okay so okay oh
0: okay okay okay
1: and then the last one is just you know parent having a second you can decide to have a second like account in your name. Um, but mentally in your head you're like oh this account is not mine it's for my child okay you have more flexibility and if your child ever decides to act up you can be like mm, it's my money it's in my name <laughs>
0: okay all right so i know you're not here giving uh investment advice it's just like uh information, information for, for friends, educational focus. purpose exactly but if <laughs> if you could if you could like I'm not going to say a recommendation, but do you have any list of like custodian brokerages that you're aware of that, in case someone wanted to do their research, they, they'd have a list to start with?
1: Absolutely. So I think um, you can look into Fidelity. So I believe Fidelity has like the custodial Roth and custodial brokerage account offerings. Okay. And then TD Ameritrade is another one. And I think Charles Schwab's has it. I'm not too sure. Think, okay. One of those okay. Three, All right. The place all right and your state.
0: oh so 529 is state is state-based all right so there was before we move on something else there's something that i saw when it came to this whole like portfolio for kids and the numbers kind of shook me and i was like when we're doing like the prep i was like i'm not going to say these numbers to you until like to get your so i can get your real reaction and it was in terms of okay uh 200 a month at approximately 10 percent interest over 40 years would Mm -hmm. get you to a million dollars yeah two hundred dollars a month investing (laughs) two hundred dollars a month then so i want i want i want to i want to i want to be clear with this Uh i i I, I want to lay out for it to give it the two (laughs) hundred dollars a month invest invest two hundred dollars a month and market return of approximately i think you said between seven and ten percent is what the stock market Mm -hmm. typically gives 40 years
1: like that, that's like an annualized yeah yeah annualized
0: average yeah an annualized yeah, every, average, yeah. Time. yeah. Mm-hmm. so $200 dollars seven ten 10 percent uh, per year for 40 years we get you a million dollars yeah and what that works out to in terms of what you're putting in is only $96,000 uh-huh on and I post
1: right here
0: uh-huh mm-hmm. I, I told yeah. you I did my research <laughs> and you and, did. And, and I saw that and I was like Wait a minute. So when they're talking about generational wealth and all that, like, like that, that in itself right there is a hack Mm -hmm. where it's just like, just throw the $200, like rather than putting the money in a savings account, whatever, just throw the $200 a month.
1: Never put, never, never, ever, ever put your money you're saving for or you're trying to build up for your child in a savings account, especially for a child.
0: Uh, in fact, I would even, like, based on what I saw on your page, I would just say savings account, no. That's like, just no. I, no, I, I,
1: no, no. no. Let's I, not no I, 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 let's, let's I, not,
0: saw the, no, no, I saw, I no. saw, I saw where those decimal <laughs> points went. I'm like, no,
1: <laughs> those decimal <laughs> points are scary, okay? So I have to say something. Okay. You still have money in your savings for your emergency savings, life does happen. Life happens. I,
0: I'd rather just so have that money happens. under my bed.
1: The the stock market is not always going to go up. Real estate is not always going to go up. Business is not always going to go up. There will be times where it's rough. They're rough times. They're yeah, rough March
0: twenty twenty like, was rough. Yeah. Yes. Yeah,
1: March March twenty twenty was rough. So just Imagine if you had all your money in there. <laughs> I mean, the it would it, it, be back right now.
0: It, I mean,
1: but 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 the point of emergency fund is not later in the future it's right now if you need that money right now do you have access to it so all of your money should not be in a bank absolutely Mm. but you should calculate you know like people usually say six months of your living expenses you should have that as liquid fund so you should at least have six months of your liquid liquid expenses as an emergency savings in your in your bank and that
0: so when you say in the bank can Mm -hmm. i'm talking about literally can i just have it under my bed you can
1: I, if you want to
0: okay all right so that that's okay that's why
1: would you do that though? i
0: i i just don't like the i don't like the the fact that i'm giving it's like i'm giving the bank an interest-free loan
1: but the thing is that you you got to find find banks that give you high interest high interest um rate that have high interest rate So hmm. there th- these are banks that are called high yield and savings account hmm. um high yield savings account Okay. These banks usually provide a higher rate than um, the regular, um, regular like brick and mortar banks like Bank of America wells fargo those ones don't don't put your don't put your emergency fund in there because it's not growing it's like (laughs) 0.001 exactly all of these like high yield savings account a lot of them are not brick and mortar a lot of them are online banks um Ones i love i love marcus by goldman sachs and i love one finance One, i think one finance is a new bank and i love them um i'm actually trying to um, please find them if you're listening to this hello um
0: that's one finance
1: yeah one, one finance. finance
0: if you're listening
1: <laughs> just but they yeah. have like their their interest rate right now is one percent um if you do um paycheck if you do paycheck um if you, if you deposit your paycheck in direct bank, deposit yeah direct deposit thank you they would give you 3% for like they'll give you 3% for 10% of your um, direct deposit if you do like the auto savings feature but the guarantee one shot is one one percent but if you do you do direct high.
0: deposit jumps from one percent to three percent
1: yeah for 10% so it's 10% capped okay day. yeah yeah
0: that capped. no that is hot like I wow Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's that,
1: why don't don't put it under your bed. Your oh. Bed. Okay. There's I mean, ways there's, there's
0: when when you present this option, it might be a little bit better than putting it under the bed. I I admit yeah, that. Crazy. I admit that. But I like everything else is like zero point zero one percent. It's like you put in ten thousand dollars and you get like ten dollars afterwards,
1: mm-hmm. and like that yeah.
0: won't even cost. That won't even cover the the monthly fee that you pay them
1: absolutely the point the the bank of america is the point zero 0001%, or zero zero one percent point zero one percent whatever it is it's 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 nothing okay. <laughs> it's nothing yeah and, that and was they get actually away with my it. first struggle with money like a few years ago probably like 20 i think it was like 2017 16 i was just like oh, what is going on like i i was a lover of Bank of America, and i was just like I's not adding up here. it's not added up and that's when I started searching for high yield savings account book.
0: Gotcha. because Everything so should have yeah. a savings account. but then so as Nigerians, Africans, Caribbeans, immigrants, the thing that we've been that's been drilled into us is you earn, you save, you earn, you save, you earn, you save and it's like at some point, the mindset regarding money has to change. And I want to get your thoughts on, like, how do we, like, as a people, as I don't know if it's a matter of the income that we're starting with, or is it just the access to the information? Or how does that uh, mindset go from just earn and save to earn, save, and then invest, like chopping up the pie differently?
1: I think that... Mindset shift is one of the hardest things, honestly. In every, areas, every area of our life, we're all struggling with some form of mindset shift. Um, trying to see that abundance, that, that that opportunity, trying to believe and get ourselves to see the opportunities that's out there. Um, how do we start to change people's view of... Because why do people say, why do people buy, Why, especially Nigerians, why are Nigerians like earn safe, earn safe, earn safe? Earn safe. Well, other immigrants actually. It's not even just just Nigerians. Uh, Why immigrants like earn safe, earn safe, earn safe? (sighs) There's a lot. Um, (laughs) there is a lot. I think one, it boils down to the trust aspect of things, where it's like, oh, at least if you put it in the bank, your money is safe. At least if you put it in the bank, you're not going to lose your money. Your money's not going to disappear. And yes, investing definitely does come with its risk. And yes, absolutely. Investing in a stock market has its risk. But that's why, as an individual, you need to decide what your risk tolerance is. If your risk tolerance is very, very low, there there are investing opportunities that you can put your money in where your money doesn't disappear. It's probably not going to grow like exponentially. But over time, it will grow. Um, So how do you start to shift that mindset is one, getting people to see showing people examples of what is possible. I think when people start to see the possibilities out there, and that's what literally my uh, investing party, the Instagram page investing party is for getting people to see that, hey, you know, you know, this is possible if you put this amount and you hold it for X amount of time, you know it's possible, right? Getting people to see that, hey, it's possible and showing them numbers and showing them, hey, I'm not just spilling numbers, um, also showing them that I'm not just spilling numbers, but Maybe let's look at your record, you know, usually like I said, most people don't even know they're, they're active participants of the stock market. Let's look at your 401k. How's your 401k performing? Let's look at it over time. Oh, look at it. It's, it's not performing well. Oh, okay. It starts to spark interest. It's like, oh, tell me more. Now I want to learn more. So I think people um, most immigrants don't trust um, investment opportunities. The only one that we, we really trust is real estate. We feel like you know real estate is safe. Mm-hmm. But real estate is not... I mean, yes, it's safe to a certain extent. But at the same time, the area you bought a house in can also not be that much of a good area years from now. And the, your property value can go down. Oh. So...
0: I mean, they're, you they're just up. you just brought up real estate and that's that's a that's a topic that is very dense right now for a lot of mm-hmm. for a lot of parts. But no, sorry. Uh, go on. Go on.
1: Okay. No, it's fine. And I think the other one is just the abundance mindset. So like as as immigrants and I think that's why I sighed earlier, because as immigrants, <laughs> um, think about it. Why? Why did a lot of us migrate to America? A lot of us are in this country because we're here seeking for a better opportunity. Um, we left our comfort zone. We left our home because we didn't feel like home could give us the opportunity that we could. We could. Um, we, we, or we, the opportunities we want. Um, America is one of those countries where I mean, yes, America definitely has its, you know, commas and faults. Absolutely. But it's also one of those countries that if you put in. A good amount of work, you you see you see some returns, you'll okay. see some returns, and there's that aspect of oh my god I've earned this much, I don't want to lose my money like there's Sometimes we operate from a mind like a, a like, I don't want to say a lack mindset, but like we just want to like oh my god I finally got it, so now I just want to hold on to it. But you just you gotta think beyond that. Think about ways that hey, if you take this amount of risk, it's probably not going to be a lot of risk, but it could help you grow your money over time. It could multiply your money over time, and you shouldn't just hold on to it. Because honestly, by saving, by holding on to your money and just saving, 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 you are losing money because of inflation.
0: Oh, uh, mm, that's a buzzword losing right losing there. Money.
1: You're losing money. Because think about it. Last year, I made, that's why I made, I made another post on Instagram about gas prices. Y'all think... Think about it. The amount of money you paid on for gas in 2020, because the year just started. So I'm I'm confused in 2022. <laughs> You're, 2020,
0: You're not the only one.
1: Not the only one. the amount of money you paid for a gallon of gas in 2022 was it the same amount of money you paid for last year? No, Absolutely not. Not even gas close. Prices went up. I, um, I had did a post about it. Let me find it to see how much up they did. But like, they went up significantly um yeah they went up significant like i made a post where it was like the average for the average u.s gas price twenty dollars would have gotten you 9.4 gallons in november 2020 fast forward to november 2021 a year later twenty dollars would only get you 5.4 gallons which is wow. four gallons less why because of inflation Damn. so if you're putting your money in your bank and the bank is only giving you 0.01 percent and inflation is last year inflation was six percent usually it's around like three percent but inflation is three six percent and you're only getting 0.01 percent a dollar that you saved yesterday is not the dollar today right
0: so you so you're, you're losing money basically
1: yeah, you don't physically see that you're yeah, losing money. Yeah, but your you money's losing value. Yeah. Yeah, you still have the same amount in your bank account, but your money's losing value. That same dollar is not. In order, like when you're spending the money, that's when you that's when you see the effect because the money the 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 price they're charging you for that same item is a different price. Wow. Is a higher price.
0: It's it's it, that's a lot to deal with right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. That is a that is. That is a lot to consider. It's like you feel like you're doing the right thing. You're you're doing everything they said you should do. You're you're, you know, you're you're not spending everything. You're you're putting your I don't know 20%, 50% however much you save and it's like, yeah, that money's not worth as much as it was when you put it there and it's like, that's not fair. What is not fair? Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know we 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 hear you loud and clear on that one. Life is no, life is definitely not fair at this point. No, I mean I don't think it's ever been, but especially when it comes to your money, life is not fair. All right, so I wanted to get one. Um, like, I, like I said, I have a long list of of things I want to talk to you about, <laughs> and so this one it it feels kind of, uh it feels kind of like timely for people who are like whether the pandemic has like rearranged your priorities or has like put you in a place where you might be in more debt than you typically are because you're like trying to play catch up, but you're also like, you're also trying to like dig yourself out of a hole. Like you don't want to be limited by your debt, but like, how can I invest while I'm still in debt? Like, is that even still a possibility?
1: Absolutely. It's a possibility. And I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, Yes, you have the pandemic and life happened to a lot of us in 2020, 2021. Um, And yes, people might have racked up a good amount of um, credit card debt because a lot of people lost their job in 2020. A lot of people were laid off, unfortunately, in 2020. Um, And along with that, like when we talk about debt, like there's also this huge, huge student loan like play.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: A lot of people are in student loan debt, like, and it's like a good amount of money. So debt is like one of those things that it's it's kind of like, it's, the, it's part of the American culture. <laughs> like, think about it. We go to college and, you know, student loans is one of those things that we're, we're expected to do as part of our or to accumulate as part of our college as part of our college education so debt is pretty big in 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 the united states and your question was like how do you invest while while in
0: debt like are like because i've seen like some calculations where it's like it's only some a certain kind of debt that you you should be investing while you're in it others they advise you to pay down before investing
1: absolutely so you need to like compare what your student loan interest rate is to like your investments like for example if you're investing in like like an S&P 500 or like you know a a total stock market something that might give you like something like a 10% annually you like if you have a credit card debt that's like 21% interest rate, <laughs> you probably should focus on paying that off. Okay, alright,
0: so highlight <laughs> Capital One first, okay.
1: Yes, it's okay. significantly high, and they are robbing you, Damn. Um, so you need to, like, try to get that out the way as soon as possible, but, like, if you're in, if you have student loan debt, and, like, the interest rate is significantly low, like, you know, like a 3, 5%, Um, it's student loan, you can still like i mean still pay off your um student loan um pay 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 at least what they're requiring you to pay on the student loan so you're not like now um you're not you know you're not owing them and all that you're in the red pay at least what they're requiring you to pay but you um i would say also still prioritize investments if you have extra change on the side you know, put that money towards investing because when you compare the growth on the money versus how much interest that your student loan might be um, accumulating um, over time by you not paying it off instantly, um, the growth on the money by, might be more. And it's actually like, it's like you're working towards decreasing your loan and also increasing your asset. So at the end of the day, you're increasing your net worth because you're working towards reducing what your liabilities are, which is that... Gotcha. and you're increasing your assets so like you're by doing both at the same time and conquering both at the same time you're working towards increasing your um increase in your net worth but if your interest rate is significantly high like credit card interest rate <laughs> let's focus on the credit card
0: okay all right that 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 sounds fair a, a, yeah. a, a little uh debilitating but you know fair fair nonetheless well,
1: i mean some people some people might want to
0: holler at uh at at robin hood before they holler at capital one you know but i mean i mean like i said it's if it were easy everybody would do it so it's like sometimes uh there there are tough decisions that have to be made and yeah so i mean but again people it this isn't uh investment advice Mm -hmm. not financial advice you know do your own yeah. Research, but if yeah. if you hear and something that sounds good to you, you know, you you yeah. dig into it a little further.
1: And it's different, you know. It's different for everyone. Everyone's case is different. And another thing is that if you feel like you want to do both, you want to holler at Capital One, you also want to holler at Robin Hood. You know, you can pick up a side hustle. So pick oh. up a side hustle that can sponsor the Robin Hood. Oh. It's it's not easy, like you said. It's gonna be hard, right? But anything anything in life that you want. It's a journey. Right. It's
0: a right. journey to get it, and it requires work. Yeah. No. I you're 100% right. And uh, yeah. So let me let me see what else, uh, what what other things, because I, I know, like I said, it's a long list, and I'm just trying to pick the <laughs> ones that we can get to in this uh, limited amount of time that we have. And there was something that <laughs> it seemed it the name of it seemed kind of funny, but the concept is real. And mm-hmm. you called it lifestyle creep where it's like uh well you know i'll 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 let you um define it for the people and and maybe like illuminate us with like some um examples.
1: Absolutely. So lifestyle creep is it really is what it is. It's like your lifestyle is creeping up. <laughs> <laughs> so like, you know, Every now and then we get raises. Every now and then we get bonuses. And it's nice. You know, it makes you feel good. You're like, oh, I feel appreciated at work. They love me. They gave me extra money. And most times when we get that extra money, what are we thinking about? <laughs> so, I Told you, what are you thinking about when you get that extra money? What's your first thought? When? I mean, it's not to even be raised or bonus. Like when you, when you hum out, when you get that extra money, what's that first thing you're thinking about?
0: I mean, I'm 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 the wrong person to ask because as soon as I get a little more money, I, I I'm always thinking about inventory. You know, com. Okay. Yeah, so, so yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> uh
1: yeah,
0: my my lifestyle hasn't crept in a while. <laughs>
1: so well, for most people, when we when they think about when they have raises and bonuses, it's kind of like, I want to go on this trip, but you should, I mean, there should be a balance in everything. Enjoy your life, will please back enjoy your life. This life is, there's only one life to live in this life. Right, right. Um, But it's like, I want to go on this trip, I want to buy this, I want to buy that, or now I can live in this really expensive neighborhood that I've been really wanting to live in. Um, But the thing is that if you were not Money goes. It's important to set money goals. It's important to visualize the life that you want, and then you now have to like determine how do I get to that life that I want comfortably, not get into that life that I want where I'm still living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm getting to that life that I want comfortably. I think that's the that's that's critical. Mm-hmm. So life that I is get a raise, and the first thing you think about is increasing your lifestyle, um to match exactly what your pay is so now you went you went from paycheck to paycheck you finally got that raise you're not giving yourself a breather you're now saying oh now i'm gonna i'm gonna increase my lifestyle to go back to my paycheck to paycheck mode
0: i mean when, but how are the haters gonna know that i got a raise you know i mean i, I gotta let them see a little something
1: that's the thing can't can i live for the joneses can't live for the joneses the joneses ain't gonna be there when she, when. When things <laughs> hit the roof, mm. <laughs> they will not be there. You will gotcha. be by okay. yourself, by yourself, and by yourself. Mm. Um, so I think it's important for us to be aware of that. So like the next time you get a raise and a bonus, think about, okay, especially your raises, when your salary increases, think about, I mean, yes, you should, if you want to increase your lifestyle, you could still increase your lifestyle, but it should be at, at, at some level of like, you know, common sense. Where you're kind of like, okay, I'm not going back. Now I'm making more. I'm I'm not going to financially be where I am where I'm still struggling to make ends meet. I'm now going to find a way where I am still physically and emotionally comfortable, but I'm putting I'm putting more away. I'm investing more. I've increased my 401k contribution or now I can put more money in my brokerage. More Now I can save more. Now I can start saving for my down payment or whatever it is you want to save towards. But now I can start saving away. So as we're thinking about buying that next brand new car when we get a raise, also think about um, your money goals for the future and how that raise can help you to start getting to your money goals.
0: Gotcha, gotcha so it's it's another way to let your money work for you, basically, like it, yeah. with your increased spending power increased buying power, it should translate to increased investing power is what you're saying
1: absolutely it i mean, be just increased
0: I mean spending
1: power. yeah it i mean it doesn't
0: I like sound fun you just gave. i mean I, I i listen i listen you know yeah, <laughs> I listen it doesn't sound fun but it, it makes a lot of sense, and it I know i fun. yeah i mean and I, I know you One of your main principles that I've seen on your page constantly is how to give every dollar a job. So instead of you doing all the work, 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 like at some point, your money should start working for you as well.
1: Yeah. And that's when that's literally when life happens like you. So right now, so you said it's not fun. Be willing to do the not so fun things right now, the hard things. Things right now just so a few years down the line 10 years 15 years from now you are now your money has you've put your money to work just so 10 years down in that line or 15 years down the line or whatever amount of time you've bought yourself freedom so now the money that the sacrifices you've made now will now be paying you back in the future
0: okay okay and i just for anyone who's just joining us like the way you broke it down it leads back to the the summary we had before for the portfolio for kids where it where it was two hundred dollars a month at seven to ten percent annually over 40 years will get you to a million dollars and the amount you've put in is only ninety six (laughs) thousand. that i i keep going back to that because it doesn't make sense But the calculations add up. But just the like, okay, you put. It's like you. It sounds like a get rich quick scheme. Obviously, it's not quick because it's forty years. years. It's forty years. But then it's like (laughs) you're putting in ninety six thousand dollars, and you're coming out with a million. And if it's in the right, uh, if it's in the right brokerage, right, um, portfolio type, Uh it, it. If some of them might be what tax free on, on withdrawal. something yeah yeah that that sounds it almost sounds too good to be true but the math bears it out so it's like we've we've talked about like getting into the attitude of investing various uh platforms and avenues for um, for doing this investing some not so known some are pretty popular like the 401k and i wanted to go back to this because Again, I'm at this point. I'm just asking my own questions because it's like, I mean, why not?
1: You're getting free coaching session right now. I mean,
0: that that hey, I'm uh, I'm I'm, like I'm saying it's (laughs) if if it's available, why not? And (laughs) and you were you you asked your audience about like their 401k and like I I'm not sure if it was like specifics of it or if they're even like going into it and. The thing that stuck out to me, I'm like, no, this can't be right. It said, 63 percent of your 401k is free money.
1: That's my own.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, for you, so it's like I mean, the numbers yeah, might be different, one slight, one. slightly one. different, but it's yeah. like a significant portion is just free money. Yeah. When, when you break it down, and so I'd like to give you the opportunity to like break down what you mean by like what percentage adds up to what percentage and how it. Like, so if anyone else is doing the math, they can see what their percentages would be.
1: Absolutely. So that was, so I have two 401Ks now because I've had two employers. Um, But that one that I was alluding to was my first employer, which was a job I started in 2014. So from 2014 to, well, I left that employer in 2019. So I stopped contributing into that 401K in 2019 only contributed from 2014 to 2019 which was five years okay and within that five years i had only put in well, let me pull, pull up the percentages because you're like taking me back to all of these posts. I, I'm,
0: I'm hey I'm, I'm just saying like <laughs> so
1: <laughs> within that within that five years i'd only put in so like the number, the percentages I broke down was based on last year's number, last year. Okay. And as of last year, if you look at a hundred, if you look at the total money in that account, okay. I had only put in 37% of the total money in that account. But huh. I had more than tripled my money. And the way I did it was my employer was giving me a match. So at the time my employer was giving me a hundred percent of 5% on my contribution Every time I put at least five percent of my country, every time I put fi- at least five percent of my pay, they would give me a hundred percent. So that match over the five years period added up to twenty six percent of what was in that m- amount last year. So it was thirty seven percent my money, twenty six percent was my employer's money, and then the remaining thirty seven percent was over the over the from two thousand and fourteen to two thousand and twenty the the um, inve- the money had grown,
0: so that's and just like, your money giving your money a job and your money your uh-huh. money working for you.
1: Yeah. Whew. So, okay.
0: so, so I only like,
1: put in I only put in thirty seven percent and the remaining the remaining um sixty three percent was free
0: money. So from my employer, the, yeah, <clears throat> So yeah, the sixty three percent was free money. It, uh-huh. it it comes out to that. like, And again, as someone who does not work a traditional job, who doesn't work in an office that offers that kind of thing. But to anyone who might be listening and your employer offers a 401k, the smart thing to do is to not only contribute, but max it at least to the point that your employer matches. So Absolutely. max till they yeah, match.
1: Um, strive to at least match where your employer is going to um, match you. I know that was like a player of words, but... Yeah, yeah it's... Yeah,
0: so yeah right for that,
1: because that is free money that you are leaving on the table, and you don't want to leave that free money on the table. And there's also, there's always a clause associated with the free money, though. You have to stay at the job for X amount of years. Um, so my previous employer, I think it was like three years. My current employer, I think it's like three years. Hmm. So like three or two years, I don't remember, but... You have to stay there for at least those that time period in order for that free money for it to be yours. If you leave before that time period, they can either take take back all of their free money, Ooh. or they can take back a percentage of that free money.
0: Oh, 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 okay.
1: And that's not for that many years though. Um, I mean, stick I mean, out. I mean, I'm... Like, Go back. <laughs> Just oh,
0: okay. I mean, when you put it like that, I mean, again, it's free money. Yeah. so yeah no no that i know
1: nothing is free
0: though yo no <laughs> nothing 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 is free i yeah. I, I hear you 100 percent. but yeah i know you i know you have another engagement after this so i I don't want to keep you much longer so for the people who are uh who have heard your your some of the knowledge that you've dropped and they want to get some more where can they find you
1: so you can find me at invest paddy so it's um i-n-v-e-s-t-i-n-g and then patty is p-a-d-i on instagram i am very active on instagram send me a message say hello i don't bite i actually love talking to people on there so um invest in patty and yeah
0: that's where you can find me on instagram all right and uh you offer like any services or uh, because I know I've seen a bunch of your lives and I've seen like you had the zoom session and it's like is there anything no I I I was I was I was driving most of the day and that's you know I'm trying to be a little responsible not I can't I can't zoom and drive that's that's
1: good yeah yeah but but, I mean I should exactly I
0: shouldn't that that is my official stance on this podcast I do not zoom and drive but, yeah, so I'm just saying, like, uh, in case people have heard, like, they've liked what they've heard or they want to hear some more or because I know, you, like, the way you you typically schedule your lives or the topics you discuss, they are, they vary. So it's like they might want, like, a specific topic or they might like one thing and want to hear more. So I'm just trying to make sure, like, the people who are listening can know where to find you. And also a way to say thank you for, like, offering your time and some of this experience to to the podcast and like we said, there's there are a whole bunch of things that we we didn't get to cover. So if there if you have time for a part two, definitely do this again. Yeah,
1: definitely reach out to me. We can make a part two happen if the people want it. Yeah, um, from the questions yeah. I've gotten, the
0: people definitely want it. <laughs> What'd you say? I said from the questions I've gotten, the people definitely want it. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm I'm bummed that I can't see the questions.
0: Um, yeah, it's so so. A lot of the comments are uh, a lot. A lot of the comments are like, a lot of them are basically uh, supporting my my efforts in trying to get around the rules.
1: Nice. So
0: yeah. So it's like making an argument for counting uh, off-campus housing as 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 as, as educational. Uh-oh. So for the five twenty-nine. So yeah. You know, they're they're enabling Uh-oh. me. We're all trying to find these loopholes. <laughs> so yes. So. Um, yeah, that's and I and I'm and I'm grateful for that because you know, if some people are doing it, why can't we all?
1: It's honestly, edge information is powerful. So if they have the information, why not? Right. Why not? Right. Um, like I said, you can find me in Patty. and if you'd like to, you know, chat with me or get some assistance, I am also releasing a course. By God's grace, it's going to come out at the beginning of February, by God's grace. I say by God's grace because I got a lot of stuff.
0: All right. And what kind of course is this?
1: It's going to be like, so it's titled um, Manifesting Your, like making your dreams come through through investing. Okay. And, you know, most times we count ourselves out. We're kind of just like, I can't do it or I can't reach that goal or, you know, it's not possible for me but it is possible like you you've you've heard from just the numbers we've we, we we broke down today it is possible it's just about you know being getting started being consistent being committed to the process being patient and just having that person to help you see the possibilities of what could be out there. So um, in the course, we will talk about, you know, money mindset. Like, we need to first start with the mindset. Like, we need to start shifting our view on things. Um, we're also going to talk about, you know, what your goals are. Like, what are your financial goals? What do you want to do? What when i get to a few years from now and then we will then work backwards to see okay how can we, we reach and achieve those goals so it could be like further digging deep into like you know your 401ks your hsas um your regular brokerage account what should you be invested in um also for your kids, how do you start uh, educational? Like all these accounts that we talked about, how do you get started? Because gotcha. yeah, I just spilled and give you guys a lot of good information. Thank you. That you did. It could be overwhelming. Getting started can be can be overwhelming, and I don't want us to feel overwhelmed. So that's pretty much what the course offers: um, an opportunity to jolt you to to get started on this journey because as we mentioned earlier time is the your best friend when it comes to investing time is your best friend
0: so yeah yeah yeah, so i I really i really appreciate you coming on to the podcast and uh thank you to everyone who has listened remember you can subscribe to the well actually podcast wherever you get podcasts whether it's apple podcasts stitcher google play Well, i don't know if we still we're still on google play i don't know well, spotify apple Podcasts, and of course here on youtube for the videos and I'm, I'm not gonna make any promises but we're gonna try and do this again some maybe next week i don't know uh, I'll if i if i can decide on what the topic should be because there's a lot of weirdness going on in the world right now so it's like trying to find something that isn't necessarily all just vaccine talk and and i'm, I'm trying i'm trying to stay away from that i've 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 done that too much i'm like they, they, everyone knows how I feel at this point. So I'm not, I'm not yeah. going, I'm, I'm staying away from that topic. A lot
1: of regulation on that topic, too. Yeah, oh, like, I can't you, even say, <coughs> you just post the picture, post the picture that says the C word on it. Yeah. And, yeah. And there's a, yeah. It picks it up. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, oh be,
0: I mean, well, I, like I said, we're not going to get into that, but we really appreciate <laughs> all the, the education and the information. Again, this is not. Uh, investment advice it's you know it's a roadmap to help you look know where to look know where to search and uh thank you again on behalf of the audience all right and thank you for listening to the well actually podcast